I didn't want to initially watch it because yo, what the fuck? I'm sorry. Derek said he was too busy to be on this podcast, and I just got a Steam notification that he's playing Baldur's Gate. What the fuck, Derek? Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Dynamic Resolution, a video game show. That's right. We are back with another episode of Dynamic Resolution, like I just said. Uh, I'm your illustrious host, Shane O'Hare, greeted with the lovely Logan from Memory Card. Say hello, Logan. Hello. Is that what the second L stands for, is lovely? Uh, it stands for whatever you want it to stand for. Or, or lucky? Um, the l- Lobotomous. Lobotomized Logan. Lobotomized Logan. Yeah. Show. That, that's out. my MySpace name. <laughs> uh, that's your live journal name. Do you remember Live Journal? Were you old enough to Live Journal? I never used Live Journal. I remember it existing, but I never used it. Got it. Got it. Because you're like, what, like six years younger than me? How old are you? 34? Yes. Okay. Six years. Yeah. Um, so I feel like that's enough to like miss Live Journal. Um, yeah, like I was aware of it, but it, it was like it was like a dead platform by time I was getting it, on MySpace. I think I think Guillermo del Toro still uses one like actively. That makes sense. I think it's somehow either him or George R. R. Martin. One of those George guys. R. R. Martin. It also makes sense. That's <laughs> oh, like a, like a like a fat film producer. <laughs> like one of those guys uses a live journal still. Um. Uh, oh yeah, so uh, top of the show. Check us out on Instagram, Dynamic Resolu- Resolution Show. Check out Logan MMRY.CRD. Check out his Etsy shop. Medieval Medieval Tapes dropped. PlayStation One soundtrack. That's got a, that game's got a good soundtrack. It does got a good soundtrack. And I Those... I thought I thought I thought dropping it like right right for September. You know, we're getting into into spooky season. Yeah, but I I didn't realize Medieval was much more niche than I. Had anticipated. <laughs> well, listen, listen. You, uh, oh, before we get into that, pause, pause. Uh, listeners, uh, call to action. I'm asking all the lovely listeners to, if you like this show, you find value in it, go tell two people, just two people to listen. That's all I need. If all of you just tell two people, it'll be fabulous. Um, and be sure to like leave a comment or if you have a question. Uh, you want answer the show? Just uh, hit us up on on Instagram. So we greatly, greatly appreciate it. And give us a good rating. Give us a five star rating everywhere you go. We're back on Apple. Um, uh, I'm still trying to fix the iHeartRadio listing, but apparently, I mean, who cares? <laughs> iHeartRadio does podcasts. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Does anyone use iHeartRadio? Do you use uh, iHeartRadio? I guess you're probably not hearing this. Yeah. <laughs> No, never, never mind never mind we're, we're on there twice we're on there twice uh there's still there's somebody um that subscribes to the show via firefox <laughs> so we get what, one what does that even mean like because firefox has an rss <laughs> like reader and capture so like, oh. when i go through the analytics there's one person subscribing on firefox i'm like yo shout out dude <laughs> 
So it's it's so funny because like I hear stuff like that and I'm like, damn, y'all. I just use Spotify. <laughs> Dude, yeah, right? Like, <clears throat> the, it sounds like some people make this shit really complicated. Yo, it's like uh, playing video games on Linux. <laughs> like, why yeah. are you doing this to yourself? Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, if um, that's your thing, though, th- that's cool. Yeah. I, I, un- I understand. I also choose weird ways to do things and then do it that way forever. So, I mean, that I, I get it. Yeah, that tracks. Um, so in the morning to you, everybody uh, listening out there. Um, yeah, so uh, medieval, maybe a more niche uh, PlayStation 1 game. I never played it. I only played it on a Pizza Hut demo disc. I have I thought, that demo disc. And I thought, this game is fucking hard. <laughs> and, I see, yeah, I, I never had the full game growing up. I just had that same demo disc. That... That demo disc was badass. That was yeah, a really it, good demo disc. It had MGS on it. Yup. It had uh, Medieval, Crash Bandicoot. What? Did it have Crash Bandicoot? Yeah. Because pra- Crash Bandicoot was a mascot for Pizza Hut for a while. Do you remember that? I think so. Because it, it was like cra- a dude dressed up as Crash Bandicoot and his face was in the teeth. And oh yeah, and he was like, "Eat your pizza backwards." God damn, this demo disc was stacked. Nineteen ninety eight Pizza Hut demo disc, Tomb Raider three, yes, Gran Turismo, what... yep. Crash Bandicoot Warped, Medieval, and Metal Gear Solid. Yeah, that was a banger of a demo disc. That was a stacked ass game lineup. Yo, and those games all had like amazing soundtracks. Yeah, um, but you are used to everything selling out in like an hour. Yeah. So, yeah. Pretty much. So you're like, you're like somebody like we, uh, one of our Instagram posts went completely viral and now it stopped going viral. And I'm like, Oh, nobody likes this anymore. Oh no. Like you, I, I got addicted to the high of going through hundreds and hundreds <laughs> of likes, like every like 15 minutes. And, um, so, you have to take the good. You got to take the bad. That's the facts of life, Logan. You know? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's totally fine. That just means I have some more to to include in like in like restocks and stuff. Yeah, we should we we should do a dynamic resolution giveaway. Of something we should. Like, yeah, I don't have anything I, creative. I, I'll I'll drop some some exclusive information here first. Oh yeah, uh, we're world exclusive. World uh, exclusive. But no, I have, I I've tried to collect, uh, one of each of my game soundtracks, uh, to do a huge giveaway with at some point for something. Oh, box set. I, I don't know exactly what, but like I literally have like twelve tapes that like I put in the bottom of this shelf near my desk where it's like it gets one of everything, even things that aren't even my tapes, just tapes I've done for other people. So it's like there. At some point, I'm gonna give away an entire collection's worth of of PlayStation One soundtracks. Yeah, that would be that would be Fuego. That would be Fuego. Yeah. I would I would dig that a lot. Um, so yeah, uh, what do we want to get into first? Uh, we had a Gamescom uh, ended today. Um, I didn't realize it was going on, and I, yeah, I didn't it. realize it was more than. I mean, I guess opening night live uh, kind of insinuates that that's the opening night, but I <laughs> have only ever really paid attention to opening night live. So yeah. 
I forget that there's more after that. Yeah. Um, and, I, and it kind of feels like the internet also forgets there's anything after that. I, I used to really cover Gamescom hard for Geekscape um, because I would be up until like five in the morning. Like I had a terrible sleep schedule. I was an alcoholic. Um, so I would just be up in the middle of the night and then just see Gamescom stuff popping off. But um, I logged on to, <coughs> excuse me, I logged on to Steam and they have like a whole Gamescom section. Um, so uh, a couple of games that stood out to me, uh, Fort Solace, which looks like a, which is a, a, a four hour walking simulator. But it's it looks cool though. Looks cool. Heavy Dead Space vibes. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're if you're into like a big cinematic game, Fort Solace, that's out. Um, yep. Uh, I dig that. Post trauma. Oh, we we're gonna say I'm, about Fort. Oh, I, 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 I mean, it's, it's not really important. I was gonna say like I actually was just like browsing the PSN store a few days ago and saw that Fort Solace was like in the the list of things. And I was like, oh, that looks kind of neat. And I was checking it out. I didn't even realize like it was going to be a gamescom thing yeah. i just like found this cool thing and then when gamescom happened and you like texted about it, i was like oh yeah that thing i saw <laughs> yeah <laughs> small world um <laughs> also you you kind of were following post trauma for a bit that yeah i don't remember exactly how i originally heard of that <sighs> i it's probably like i've i've talked to a bunch of like kind of a bunch of like a bunch of like indie horror devs in like just hear, hearing things from from multiple people, I must have heard about this at some point because I've been like loosely following. I kind of forgot about it because I, I quit using Twitter. Uh, but whenever it like popped up again, I was like, oh, yeah, that thing. It looks it really lo- cool, though. It looks like a Silent Hill kind of yeah spiritual successor game. Yeah. Um, a lot of weird shit going on. Um, it, it, it has Silent Hill 3 vibes. Yeah, it does. Like I'm looking at it right now where like the guy is walking up to something and like the Silent Hill font. Like there's that there's yeah. that, fa- that famous photo where it's a screenshot of the guy in front of a doghouse. He's like, oh, a doghouse. Wonder where the dog could be. And like the zombie dog mm-hmm. is like frozen yep. in there jumping at him. <laughs> yeah. um, this also gives me vibes of, oh, God, what was it? It wasn't the, f- it's not the forest. It's the dark. Hold on. I got to uh, it's gonna fucking blow my mind. Hold on. All right. Why don't you? What? Why don't you? Um, tell us about your favorite game from. Uh, oh which my you, fucking god! Um, you just uh told me about this game, and it was to be to be clear, it wasn't on any of the Steam like featured at Gamescom stuff. Good. So, uh, so, so yeah, I, I just saw this watching opening night live, you know, there's this trailer for this game. I'm pretty sure I've said on the show before that, like, I'm not really into like in, into like borderlands at all. Got it. Darkwood. The, the game looks like a 3d version of Darkwood, uh, which is a top down survival horror. Um, oh, yeah. like, uh, like kind of like hr giger but instead of like machinery uh it's like woods so yeah, yeah dark wood that game looks sick so yeah, continue, sorry. Cool. but no yeah i I've, I've i'm not really into borderlands at all like i know the borderlands games are good i have plenty of friends who are into them cell shading is cool 
What's the game? Mm-hmm. Did you say the title of the game? Um, I'm no, no, I, I have not got there yet. Uh, okay. I, I, okay. I just want to like preface where I'm coming from here. Okay. But yeah, I've just I've never I've never been into the, the Borderlands games. There's not my there's not my thing. I don't I'm not really into the trying so hard to be funny sort of thing about Borderlands. So anything that looks like Borderlands, I'm immediately turned off from. Which is and, uh, which is wild because I uh, uh, loved Borderlands when it came out. I'm sure if I just sat down and played them, I'd probably enjoy it. It'd probably change my mind. But I just remember like having like those friends in high school, you know, that were like too into Borderlands. And it's like, that's probably what, what planted this seed in me of like, man, just shut the fuck up. <laughs> there was a, and, there was a buddy of mine who had a roommate who couldn't say Borderlands and he kept calling it Binder Lords. <laughs> That, that what that's not even close not even close so he's like that, yo. that's something i would say as a joke yeah so i was like yo binder lords 2 got that pre-ordered and we're like what the fuck are you talking about it's like you know <laughs> binder binder lords yo binder lords <laughs> but but yeah yeah so so yeah anything that looks like borderlands i'm immediately like my eyes glaze over and this trailer plays for opening night live for this game called Dustborn. <laughs> and uh i don't think i've seen a worse game than this in a long time this game looks <laughs> fucking awful and and like every character looks insufferable um the game looks like a ps2 game straight up <laughs> it looks if you, like if you look at the, if you look at those characters like interacting the way their limbs move the way their lips move like, are they developing this shit on on a fucking like Windows XP computer or something? Because this game looks like shit. It, uh, we I've done some some research. Well, we did like brief research. Um, uh, it's a Norwegian game, so it might not be like English first. So the lip flaps might be purposely like. I bad. don't know, dude. They they it gives ps2 vibes yeah where it's like there there's not really actual mouth animations the mouth just kind of like moves a little bit y- yeah but not not even like that for anyone who can't see which is everyone but me uh Sh- shane was like comically like opening and closing his mouth completely it's not even like that it's literally just like lips like slowly kind of mo- move apart a little bit Th- this game looks like shit i I cannot stress enough how much I hate this game. Yeah, this looks... And, like, the whole point of the game, like, oh, words have power. What words are you gonna choose? Like, shut the no, fuck it, up. It opens... It open, the opening... I heard it play through your speakers. The opening line of the trailer is, in a world that is divided by misinformation. I was like, yo, what the fuck? You're gonna start with, in a world... <laughs> <laughs> and then follow it with the most generic bullshit you could release in 2023. You're like in a world. It's like a, it's like it's like we we get it. You're you're it's a commentary and about social media. Fucking <laughs> shut up. And I I I just I stopped like on the shot of like all the characters driving in the car and it's like it's intersectionality the game like mm-hmm. 
everybody has like a different protected class, like five protected classes about him. And the game comes from Norway, which is like one of the whitest countries on the planet. So this feels so disingenuous. Like, yo, we mm-hmm. got a black character. We got we got a, a blacker character. One of them's got Vitilargo. Uh, we got an albino. He's gay. <laughs> <laughs> and and it's like it, that's even like even the the dialogue between characters makes me want to Kyle a wall and just like punch a hole in a wall. It's like, <laughs> is it is this <laughs> what the kid the kids call K-pop music? It, it's just K-pop. Like, shut <laughs> the fuck up. You just use Kyle as a verb. <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> That's what this game makes me feel. Oh my I just, God. I just, that I reminds can't. me, there was a video like a million years ago of some dude, uh, he was like on Windows 8 and he was rendering a video and like Windows update came up and he's just screaming like, I can't stop this. I'm rendering a video. And then he just like, he, like just it's, it goes off and off and off. And then he starts like, like calling the president the N word. And he's like, Windows, you made me racist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's 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 the kind of shit this game's doing to me. I want to set, you know how you can like use those services to like send a reminder to yourself in the future. I want to like send an email to myself to deliver like ten years into the future and be like, "Hey, check out Dustborn and see how it how it compares to the modern landscape." Because this is going to be the most dated piece of shit five minutes after it releases. I promise. Yeah, and like the the I'm looking at the combat, and it's like like this is trying way too hard. Like everything is trying like way too hard to be Scott Pilgrim, way mm-hmm. too hard to be. I hate throwing this fuck, and I'm not going to throw this word around, but it's trying to be like too intersectionality, like too social commentary, uh, like overtly quote unquote inclusive to make everybody like uh, it's like. And it was funded by like the European Union Media Group, which also seems fucking like weird. Like this, it's I don't I don't get it. Like, like and it looks so bad, and the, uh, the dialogue so is bad. so bad, and the animation is so bad. Like, it, it, uh, like uh, th- this game inspires me to open Unity again because <laughs> if this shit can get a spot in gamescom opening night live i can make something that'll get on opening night live to full credit there i'm looking at dustborn on steam there is nothing re- relating to gamescom so steam even steam was like hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like yo so gamescom is in germany so <clears throat> they the european union's like all right we're gonna give you money but you have to put our fucking garbage shovelware um no fucking, yeah dude no it's pu- do you know who the publisher is dude that's what i was about to say it's published by quantic dream what the fuck like i i know that quantic dream is moving into publishing but god damn i'm not sure if this is their first game outside of their own games what wasn't there another one uh uh, 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 uh there's list 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 yeah 
that with that game oh yeah that game looks awesome yeah that's the like like you that's the game where you're like the indian goddess and and like like every every run of this like seemingly roguelike type type game those play out in your current run so you use past runs to help you beat shit yeah that game looks awesome yes and then there's this piece of shit yo Oh yeah, we talked about this. This was on the the PlayStation thing, right? Yeah, or the indie, yeah. the indie showcase. Yeah, it, it it was something we talked about. Yeah, which this like you know, Quantic Quantic Dreams like don't oh, yeah. take your European... under the waves is another game they're publishing that also looks cool. Oh, isn't that like Dead Space but in the water? Um, kind of steam making me put my fucking birth date into look at this shit. <laughs> I I just remember it was some underwater thing that seems horror-y. Yeah, like he's exploring, uh, like, is it a cliche to make, like, anything made after the life of Quadic to give your sailors red beanies? What? Not a big, uh, that, oh god, Wes Anderson guy? Did Wes Anderson make Life Aquatic? I don't know. I, I, did Wes Anderson make... Uh, the fantastic Mr. Fox. I think that's the only thing I've seen. From yeah, him. and he did Life Aquatic. Yeah, I haven't seen that. So yeah, I don't know what the hell you're talking about. Yeah, I saw a clip from Fantastic Mr. Fox. I hate it was pretty good. Wes Anderson, but I saw a clip from him. And I'm like, yo, this is giving me like, uh, I I don't think you were on the show at the time. You may have heard it when I talked about that game Industria, where it gave me like a weird nostalgic feeling. Mm-hmm. Um. And I, it was hard to pin down because it wasn't like nostalgia for uh, anything that I ever experienced, but it gave me this. The word for that is animoia. It's nostalgia for a time you never knew. Shut the fuck up. I I know that because I use it in memory card branding. I'm making <laughs> I'm making animoia physical. All right, everyone, unfollow memory card. They're pretentious <laughs> as fuck. Uh, <laughs> God damn. Yeah, Got so it from dust- the dictionary of obscure sorrows, <laughs> bro, bro, bro. We need to pivot. We need to pivot to a conversation we had last night. <laughs> All right, what, what Did, conversation we have? I don't the even remember. fucking blood on the dance floor. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> so like, last night, <laughs> we last night Logan and I were playing Warzone. Yo, as the- as the some incredible characters the protest is over if you look at the album art that we have right now <laughs> because <laughs> that's who we were take yep. a guess who is who <laughs> remember <laughs> logan has six cats <laughs> um only four <laughs> whatever it's close enough you had six at one point um Nuh-uh. but go on um dude what happened to call of duty Warzone 2 being realistic. Like okay, so th- there was there was a protest against Activision and Call of Duty and I was like fuck it, like I'll get into get in on it. But it didn't work. I was like all right, fine. I did my part. I, like I hadn't played the game in like 6 7 months, whatever. Uninstalled. Let's move on. But I was like all right, it didn't work. I'm going back. Amazon Prime Gaming had a character pack where it was one of the operators wearing a giant fucking rat <laughs> rat head with like attack vest that said cheese and i had a, a gun on my <laughs> hip that was like a block of cheese 
And then you yep. were the the kitty cat. Um, and Sar- Sergeant. Sp- 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 yeah. <laughs> so we were playing last night, and uh, recently they uh, there was an announcement that Nicki Minaj is a um, uh, an operator bundle in <laughs> in fucking Call of Duty, and I was like, God damn it! Uh, that's uh, that is actually what made me reinstall the game. Like, yo, fucking. Uh, mm-hmm. Nikki Minjaj. So <laughs> w- we played a couple of rounds as Rat and Cat, which Rat and Cat, <laughs> Rat and Cat, and <laughs> I went and bought the Nikki Minaj bundle and equipped her, <laughs> and just <laughs> you noticing in the lobby, <laughs> you just started cracking. Yup. Because I was I was like just spaced out on my phone or something, and I look up and Nicki Minaj is just standing next to my cat. <laughs> and like the load-ins in that game are so over the top serious. Like there's one that was so funny where it was the rat and cat, where like someone ha- hands the cat a, a pistol, yep. and like the cat's like walking up to the back of the plane and like loading it and like nods at the big rat man. <laughs> <laughs> And but it's funny though because the rat the rat one is just a guy wearing a rat head. Yeah. But the cat one is a a humanoid cat. <laughs> yeah, it's a fucking furry. You ever see that yep. French movie Fila Day? No, I have not. Yeah, you should watch Fila Day. It was, it's a <laughs> it's an animated French film about cats, and they fuck. I. I... Yeah. Well, oh, you got some insider. <laughs> you got some insider information about the cats. I I do have some insider information. This comes straight from an Activision in, in, in employee that I've been playing Call of Duty with lately. Uh, I'm not gonna reveal my sources, but <laughs> but somebody at Activision I play Call of Duty with <laughs> said insider information. They're making the cat tail fluffier in yeah. the next season because it looks so absolutely gross it like looks it like it doesn't look horrible you don't have to stare at it like i do <laughs> i mean i guess that's true like, and when i'm parachuting in and i look down i can see my tail dude it looks gross it looks like it, it should be on the rat man it, it's just a little scrawny it's it's yes it doesn't fit like like it needs to it, it needs to be fl- like nikki's hair has more depth <laughs> than the cat tail <laughs> But yeah. it does it doesn't look bad, but I am excited to see it fluffed out. Yeah. Um I do have but, more insider information though, in that they are not planning to add more cat breeds, which was disappointing to me because mm-hmm. I would like to switch between my cats as as I play the game. But I guess just playing as my cat spaghetti is fine. Yeah. Um, I got to play play as him in Stray. I get to play as him in Call of Duty. <laughs> I I made uh in Monster Hunter Iceborne, I made my cat companion look like my cat, and it's awesome. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. But we were I for, how the fuck did we get on the topic? We were like, Shane, do you listen to Blood on the Dance Floor or it was something? <laughs> and Dude, I got I don't, to, I don't remember how we even got there. But I got to grace you with the greatest music video of all time um uh why don't you why don't you and apparently this was 
after you stopped listening to Blood on the so, Dance yeah, Floor. So yeah, I was a devout Blood on the Dance Floor fan uh, a decade ago. Um, <laughs> I I genuinely loved Blood on the Dance Floor. Um, I I mainly I did, and this isn't revisionist history. I mainly loved Garrett Ecstasy more. Dobby Vanity ne- 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 never been my main. Uh, and he he's I mean he he is absolutely a pedophile that is confirmed. <laughs> um, the, but Garrett Ecstasy era Blood on the Dance Floor peak absolute pinnacle Blood on the Dance Floor. Javon Monroe who replaced him after Garrett Ecstasy left the band because Dobby was a pedophile. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Yo, dude, the way none wait, of wait. those words are in the Bible. <laughs> Yo. The the dude left the band because the other guy was a pedophile, and then yes. someone said, "I'll take that spot." <laughs> yes, and that's Javon Monroe. Uh, the I was telling you, you this last night, but the video where they like announced that he was joining the band and they like released a song with him. I remember I commented on that video on YouTube, and I was like, "He doesn't sound like Garrett, but he sounds good." And Javon Monroe like messaged me personally, sent you a oh, DM on YouTube. What, so, Sorry, ba- ba- Bobity from Dragon Ball Z is talking to me through my controller. I just had a cutscene playing. <laughs> you, were pl- you were playing while doing this? <laughs> it was a long ass cutscene that I just started, so I don't have to watch it later. Oh my god! But but no, yeah, J- Javon Monroe messaged me personally and basically told me to go fuck myself. <laughs> and I was I was like, dude, I wasn't even saying you were bad. Like I was like, this guy's good, but he's not the other guy. Like yeah, and he's like, fuck off. <laughs> Damn, dude, you should really, I mean, that tracks for somebody that wants to work with a pedophile. <laughs> yeah. Um, but we but, were, but but I was like, yo, have you heard this Blood on the Dance Floor song? This is my introduction to Blood on the Dance Floor. And why don't you, as a devout fan, explain what the hell you saw? What the fuck is that song even called? I don't, know, uh, I don't even remember. Uh, R- Rise and Shine. Um, this, this is, I stopped listening shortly after the J. Von Monroe transition, not because he was bad. I just was getting into other shit and you know, the whole pedophile thing, you know, yikes. Um, yikes. (laughs) but, uh, and, and before I move on, Garrett ecstasy went on to do his solo project boy talks trash i would just like to bring attention to that because it was good and i don't know what he's doing these days and i hope he's doing okay if anyone knows garrett ecstasy formerly of blood on the dance floor um please let me know i just want to know that he's alive you're gonna get a phone call from like a solar panel company like yo man that's me (laughs) i garrett if you're listening please don't call me i won't answer the phone but i would like (laughs) to text you like like when pe- when people started seeing Army Hammer working at like a hotel in the Bahamas or whatever, after that whole like cannibal thing came out, yeah, <laughs> yeah, oh, man. But uh, but yeah, th- this fucking song "Rise and Shine." It's a clearly after I'd stopped listening. The production value on this video is much higher than anything I ever saw from them really um, higher yo dude that video like the video quality looks good like they they used a good camera they they had like a decent person editing it 
I, I'm used to fucking lo-fi blood on the dance floor days where it's fucking Dobby photoshopped fucking wings on his fucking yeah, 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 yeah. album cover. Like, that shit looked like shit. Oh. Um, but this song fucking sucks. <laughs> like, e- even someone who... I like shitty music. I, I'm the first to admit that. I like shitty music. This song fucking sucks. I gotta, I like, gotta get the lyrics real quick. It, I, I, all I remember at some point, Davi's like, "Rain, rain, go away." It's like, and like the oh. shit doesn't even rhyme. Like, in 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 spoiler alert, the video, uh, a kid gets bullied and becomes a school shooter, and that's that's the video. I don't know what the fuck they're trying to say with Dude, that. The thing, the thing was, is that I had never heard of Blood on the Dance Floor until it was a throwaway joke in a hot diggity demon My Little Pony animation, where uh, in the Pinkie Pie video, she's like a Paris Hilton, and this is like set up like an E True Hollywood story, and she eventually like writes uh, her memoirs about how terrible and abusive her dad was, and like threw her into this like child stardom, but her dad was like like a pastor and like mm-hmm. it's totally like the nicest dad ever and he's like reading excerpts from the book he's like no i did not lock my daughter in the basement and make her put glass in her vagina listening to blood on the dance floor on repeat <laughs> and i was like yo that's a fucked up joke who's blood on the dance floor and i <laughs> i looked them up and this was the first song i had ever heard from them and it is it's so bad quite it, a song like, it's dubstep kind of yeah and the song about a school shooter halfway through there's a clip of martin luther king yeah <laughs> like right, right before the dubstep drop and the kids shooting people in the hallway <laughs> yeah okay there's a, I'll post a picture the, the screenshot you took of the video on the Instagram yeah um, I we were playing Call of Duty while I was like listening to this song and I just had the video playing and I looked down just in time and I like I literally stopped in my tracks in Warzone and I was like I have to screenshot this and send it to you I was because, like dude what are you doing like we need to move and yeah you're, like no. stuck up against a bike yeah i i looked down just time to see this kid at a desk holding a pistol (laughs) and he just shoves the whole thing in his mouth and like that's it that was the scene (laughs) it's like what was that was it oh god what was that famous 90s like rock song that was about a school shooter um and like the music video was like 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 all the students in the classroom like frozen but they had like red on them god who was that artist i have no idea it was huge um god what was it if we said like the like radio radiohead maybe or fucking creed or something i don't know music videos about school i'm getting put on a list for this yeah 90s you gotta put 90s in there yeah 90s dude yeah i forget i I just i hear the watch mojo top 10 (laughs) songs about school shootings (laughs) (laughs) um jeremy by pearl jam pearl jam that's them yeah that that, that's one because that's number four on the list i just guessed because pearl jam's a 90s band yeah yeah okay yeah yeah um, if anyone's curious about the rest of the list, uh, I don't like Mondays by 
Boomtown Rats. Okay. Uh, Pumped okay. Up Kicks by Foster the People. Mm-hmm. Youth of the Nation by P.O.D. Jeremy by Pearl Jam. The Nobodies by Marilyn Manson. Homecoming Queens Got a Gun by Julie Brown. Lullaby for Wayne by Weezer. Stole by Kelly Rowland. Pigs by Tyler the Creator. The Tower by Insane Clown Bossy. Yo, that's, that's number that's one. Ten. <laughs> no, that, that was number 10. Oh, okay. Okay. I see. This, this list keeps going, even though the title says top 10. Um, but Only the Young by Taylor Swift is on this list. Oh, shouts out Derek. Yeah, shouts out Derek. Yeah. Why didn't you tell us there was a Taylor song about a school shooting? <laughs> I, Timmy I, Turner by Designer is number 18. What? <laughs> what the fuck am I looking at? <laughs> yeah. And it ends on number 18. <laughs> Top 10 songs about school shootings. Number 18, Timmy Turner by Designer. What the fuck? I'm closing this tab now. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that was a school shooter song. I, me either. Yo, Designer fell off after Timmy Turner. Like, what has he done mm-hmm. lately? I don't know. I couldn't tell you. His story is wild. Do you know how he got picked up? I know nothing about designer. He he was waiting at an airport for Kanye West to like fly out and caught him. And he's like, listen to my mixtape. Listen to my mixtape. And he handed him a, a thumb drive. And then like a couple days later, Kanye's like, yo, you want to be my label? <laughs> so um, don't do that. In April don't approach, tw- don't approach <laughs> in Kanye April- West. In April 2023, Designer was charged with indecent exposure. Okay, all right. He's up to no good. <laughs> uh, yeah, a- after allegedly being caught on a Delta Airlines flight masturbating in front of a flight attendant <laughs> traveling <laughs> to Tokyo, f- traveling from Tokyo to Minneapolis. Yo, hey man, that's a long flight. You gotta like, you know, <laughs> you gotta have a utility wink. So, so I guess that's what happened to Designer. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, there's a lot of new shit in Warzone. There's a lot of wild stuff in Warzone. They brought Snoop Dogg back. They brought Nicki yep. Minaj. Um, and uh, the reaction on the Instagram post was, I was like, yo, I'm going to be the only person to buy this. <laughs> and uh, I saw one other. So that's good. That's good. I've seen multiple. You've seen multiple? Okay, that's good. Oh, yeah. Um, and after we like got off last night, because we were, we were talking about Medieval and the company that you were you were like yeah the company that's making that game they're like making an atari game or something i was like they're making yep. an atari yep. game and then uh, you other, utter other ocean their their last their last notable game was medieval remake for ps4 in 2019 and shane yeah go ahead and tell the tell the world what they're doing now um and you said like an atari game i was like what the fuck like the people that make atari games now are like retro atari collectors that like you know hack like extra ram onto a cart like they do deep cut like they're making an atari game and then you go no they're making something for the intellivision amico and my jaw dropped (laughs) absolutely dropped and i was like i i started to lose my shit and you're like what the fuck is an amico um so I had before we going into this, all I knew is that they were doing something for some throwaway system that like, oh, that's cool that that company is just done. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And um, 
so I was like, yo, you've never heard of the Amico? Like, like it's basically Ouya 2. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, um, I, I gave, uh, it, it's really hard to have conversations while playing Warzone, especially with you. Because <laughs> <laughs> the moment we get into any conflict, you're just like, get very animated. You know, I, I appreciate you. Don't stop being you. I don't um, think I could if I tried. Yeah, don't don't take that as, as a negative. Um, but I uh, I was like, you know what? I need to collect my thoughts and like get like re like just get like brought up to speed on a couple of things. Because uh, I I didn't quite have the um, uh, full story like in the forefront of my mind. So I uh, pulled up. Uh, so. Uh, what I told you was a prolific video game composer and like one of the original like video game journalist personalities, Tommy Tallarico bought the brand in television, which is like one of the very first consoles from the seventies. Um, and he wanted to release a home console called the Amico, which was kind of like a throwback to the Intellivision. Like the Intellivision has two wired controllers with like wheels on them and you could put like overlays and so he, they were kind of mimicking that style like basically two like little mini like cell phone size things with a screen and and he wanted to make it and this was the thing that i thought this was going to be great mm-hmm. until he, until he was on the dick masterson podcast the dick show and i was like yo tommy tallarico is making a fucking game console that's sick and then he goes we're going to make this a family friendly game console and i was like "Ooh, this is gonna suck (laughs) this is gonna absolutely suck and besides that all that i knew was it was severely delayed because of the pandemic um and then it was still delayed they went through two or three rounds of crowdfunding like one of them was 11 million dollars the other one was like eight million dollars so they had a lot of money um they started a third one that got like six thousand dollars and they canceled it and the only other thing that i knew about it was tommy was having like severe public freakouts uh if anytime anybody like challenged him about it Mm -hmm. and besides it being a family-friendly game console with no like multiplayer um because he wanted he wanted to be like yo we're gonna bring the family together which uh, you know i guess like you know that's kind of like what the we did Mm -hmm. but then he said that like we have earthworm gym 4 as an exclusive (laughs) and i was like oh you have the earthworm gym guy on your team (laughs) that guy whoa now that's a twitter account like he's like uh i don't want to like disparage catholics but he's like apparently like hyper 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 catholic like by the book crusader catholic and really hates the gays <laughs> so i was like man uh i don't think this uh, um doug douglas to napple yeah douglas to, yeah um and i was like yo dog i don't think this console is gonna do well and so we that's all i knew and i was like all right i'm gonna go watch this documentary that um i 
the the guy who did this documentary, H Bomberman, he was on the Mega Sixty Four podcast like a month or two ago, right after the documentary dropped. And like, I'll be totally like open. I didn't want to initially watch it because yo, what the fuck? I'm sorry. Derek said he was too busy to be on this podcast, and I just got a Steam notification that he's playing Baldur's Gate. What the fuck, Derek? What, what are you the doing? fuck, Derek? Jesus. Oh my god. Damn. Yeah. Shit. Um, so uh I like Tommy Tallarico. I liked his personality. I loved him on Judgment Day and the Electric Playground back like old tech TV, old G4 shows. He was like one of my favorite personalities. His music was dope. He does video games live, these huge uh video game symphony concerts. Um and he did a lot of stuff with Mega 64 that is some of like the funniest shit ever. Um, they have a series of videos called Gamer Wars with a Z. And he pitched them an idea like, yo, what if we do like a skit where like I'm Nintendo, you're Xbox and you're PlayStation and we can like have an argument and we can basically uh, you you edit it and make it funny. And they purposely edit it like really, really bad. And there's mm-hmm. just like it's so fucking funny because of how like it, it's really it's like it's like deep cut mega 64 humor like one of their seasons starts with like a five minute static shot of Derek eating pudding and it's just like and he's like playing with the and it's like if that's your first exposure to mega 64 is like Derek eating pudding for five minutes like and and you stick around like that's your humor and they the funniest one was they did gamer wars five and they filmed it and they had tommy do the uh commentary and he did a commentary like live react uh Mm -hmm. on the dvd and there was a huge chunk of it that they said like him like walking he has a wild house by the way like if you look up Tommy Tallarico's house, it's insane. He's got like an Egyptian room. He's got a Tomb Raider room. He's got a Spider-Man room. He's like, damn. A, yeah. So he, there's this part of the video of Gamer Wars 5 where he's walking around his house and Mega64 told him like, okay, yeah, we'll just like speed it up like 10 times. So it looks like you're, you're like going through time looking because he was looking for something. But they didn't. They just left it at like normal speed. And he's like, <laughs> like going up to bookcases. Like, <laughs> um, I met Tommy Tallarico at Game Days, Mega Sixty Four Game Days, twenty thirteen. Nice guy, great guy. He was funny. So I really didn't want to watch this documentary, but I was like, uh, I gotta like, like the whole Amico thing has been a big controversy. Like. He stepped down as CEO, like someone else is steering the ship. So this documentary, it's the H Bomberman documentary and it goes deep. Like it barely touches, like it touches on the Amico stuff for like a good chunk, but it is insane. All the stuff this guy dug up on Tommy Tallarico and how pretty much his entire career, he's just like a plagiarist and a liar. And takes credit for like stuff that is like going way back. Like he released um, like he had a, a studio called uh, Tommy Tallarico Studios and they did a lot of music and sound effects for video games like a lot. Like they did a lot of stuff. They did like the Earthworm Jim 
stuff, but they've all sorts of games, Disney games, uh, like Terminator games, like, uh, um, uh, they worked on like Tony Hawk and like, they've, they've been, they've been around, but apparently, you know, the oof sound from fucking Roblox. Yes. You're like, oof. Mm -hmm. well, to really condense the story down, that sound effect came from a game that his company did the uh, music and sound effects for called messiah and somehow it ended up on like a library that was sold to the roblox guys and so they were under the impression like okay yeah like whatever so somebody on on reddit figured out like yo that oof sound is from this this game and that got around to to tom and he and he's like oh yeah oh that's cool what's this roblox they're using that's yeah yeah we like me like my my company and my designer made that sound effects, and you could see the tweets as he like did more research on Roblox and realized how big it was, and he could he started stealing <laughs> yeah. dollar signs. So his narrative changed from like my company and my employee made the sound effect to we made it to I made it, <laughs> <laughs> and then there it, was it, a dude. It, it's so funny because that 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 kind of like that that kind of thing is is a is a joke my girlfriend and i do a lot where we just quote that like communist bugs bunny like our bed mm-hmm, mm-hmm. our closet yeah <laughs> like our sound effect <laughs> yes yeah and a, like he basically tried to extort roblox for a lot of money <laughs> and like technically they were committing copyright infringement like even if they like didn't know they were still doing it and copyright laws are fucking stupid. So I'm on Roblox side. Yeah. I mean, um, I think musicians and creatives deserve copyright. Like if like, like a debt, like specifically like this was like the one time I was on Tommy's side, like, yo, they're using your registered property. Cause he retained the rights, uh, for all the music and sound effects on this game. <clears throat> mm-hmm. That was the one thing that I was on Tommy's side of in this like two hour documentary. Um, but yeah, he basically everyone like inferred he was trying to extort them for like a hundred million dollars or something. Jesus. And it's the like if you care for like in like this documentary goes into it deep, like him lying about Shigeru Miyamoto picked him specifically to do the music and sound effects for metroid prime and then it turns out his company was a contractor and their contractor their contract wasn't renewed when retro games was able to do 100 percent work on it and like shigeru didn't even like know him and it's it's wild how much this guy lies and, was, and it hmm. sucked because i really like the guy um but never meet your heroes turns well i met him and he was nice um but turns out he's kind of been a piece of shit like a real piece of shit um Mm -hmm. so uh damn oh uh he's all do you remember that game super tofu boy no i do not like Peta made a game making fun of super meat boy god he did the music for that apparently he's like a hyper Peta dude Oh, uh, why wouldn't he be? Yeah. So 
him so, out there ranting about meat the earth germ or earthworm jim dude ranting about gays getting married fucking no wonder they ended up in a company together <laughs> uh so yeah the medieval what blood ocean what was the name of the uh, other ocean blood <laughs> ocean that's a badass name though. yeah that's um, gonna be my development studio that i get a game on opening <laughs> night live with <laughs> and it's just gonna be like completely opposite of dustborn like that is intersectionality the game yours is gonna be like like total homogenous society the game (laughs) (laughs) um so yeah uh if anybody watching this wants to see like some of the shit like this dude doing the documentary he's like yeah um so that's everything about the oof sound uh that's where the video was supposed to end um don't look at how much longer the video is. And it's like another hour and a half. He's like, because this rabbit hole just got bigger and bigger and bigger. And he kept doing more and more research <laughs> on Tommy Tallarico. Um, so much so, he ended up getting one of Tommy Tallarico's Guinness World Re- Records removed. <laughs> Damn. I I learned recently that Guinness World Records is a bunch of is just like a crock of shit too. I, and ba- I think basically I told you, you, that. you just you you might have you just like pay for it. Yeah, yeah. And that's that's about it. Yeah, like you pay ten thousand dollars <laughs> for a dude to come out, and um, they specifically said like because uh the the guy doing the video reached out to Guinness like hey, um uh, I'm trying to like like get some like clar- clarification on this world record by Tommy Tallarico. He said he's like composed 300 soundtracks for video games there's a guinness world record for it blah 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 and they emailed back saying like no this isn't like those types of of awards are based off of uh feedback from our vetted consultants so they're not evidence-based world records (laughs) (laughs) and then guinness took the record down (laughs) damn so ah yeah that's that um i swear rip bozo uh ghost main pharaoh has a song called blood oceans oh yeah you know ghost you know ghost main yeah yeah oh did yeah. you say like ghost main comma something else i thought that was like like uh, no one no ghost main and pharaoh blood okay oceans. okay yeah that's why i was so i was like i don't know who that is Go, go, ghost mean pharaoh i, I don't know yeah, go, go, ghost mean and pharaoh um uh so yeah uh what have you uh i've i feel like i've bogarted the conversation let's get some deep cut logan convo going <sighs> about what <laughs> <laughs> all right so yeah I, uh, uh armored core six came out i got that yeah um, uh, that's uh, uh, so that's a From Software game. Uh, yeah, I did, it is. I did not know that FromSoft made Armored Core until I really saw tra- uh, until I saw the trailer for Armored Core Six because everybody fucking only talks about all their weird fucking dungeon crawlers like Kingsfield, yeah. um, and that like Kingsfield with guns called like Shadow Abyss uh fucking dark souls oh oh yeah um on steam uh on the uh dustborn listing it says similar to games that you've played dark souls 3 so no it's not it's 
<laughs> it's not. Watch uh, that game be a fucking Soulsborne game. <laughs> you have to. You have to fucking master like iframes and shit, dude. While, while people are hur- hurling mean words at you. Yeah, yeah. One of the it looks like one of the characters like her words are magical. Like he, like she told someone like shut your mouth and like she couldn't talk. Like it seems like it seems like a Derek game. Like oh, do you remember how like uh like a number of episodes ago like we came up with the term like a girlfriender game like a girlfriend uh-huh. game yeah. yeah apparently that's called a cozy game and that is a oh, it's game category so i, I mean i guess i re- guess that is a better term for it i learned that term from my girlfriend <laughs> um so yeah uh armored core six i haven't played armored core since armored core one and I was too young to play Armored Core because I didn't understand like the weight limit and like any of that energy balancing shit. And I just wanted to play fucking Gundam the game and I couldn't. So I fucking played another game called Colony Wars. And that game was sick. Uh, shouts out Uncle Eric for letting me play Armored Core on your PlayStation. Shouts out Uncle Eric. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, there's a YouTuber called Iron Pineapple. Uh, that pretty much all he does is like from software games. And he also does uh, uh, a, a, a game series called steam dumpster diving, where he just plays random souls born souls like games and like reviews them. And he's like, yo, he did like a, a preview of armored core and like did like a review of it, like an early one. And I was like, I'm getting this game. I'm getting this game. I haven't had a fucking good single player narrative game in a while and this game fucking rocks anybody anybody who is a dark souls player you're a fucking piece of shit you're a pussy you're not a real gamer you talk about iframes and talk about tough games and it's all skill based play armored core six that's where real men are you're hearing me you hearing me i'm i'm hearing you um it's, I'm 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 not someone you're talking to. I'm I'm not really into Dark Souls games, but I'm hearing you. Um, it's it, it's gorgeous. Uh, story's interesting. Um, you're a uh a, something called an advanced or enhanced human that goes to the planet of Rubicon, um, to get to become a mercenary. And basically, all the missions are there's all these corporations that are like, hey, mercenary group, we need someone to go blow up the competing co- uh, company go go do that and you you do the mission but the big mechanic with the game is your 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 armored core your mech all the parts can be changed out and they all have different attributes like it'll affect your boost speed it'll affect like your weight it'll affect like how much stuff you can carry um you have a right-handed weapon a left-handed weapon and then a right and left shoulder mounted weapon there's rocket pods, there's gauss cannons, there's pistols, there's lightsabers. Um, you Most of the time you're going to be traveling in this boost mode um, that basically like skate around um, with like jetpacks, like just on the ground. So it's very fluid. It's not like a slow clunky mech game. It's like playing Gundam Wing. Um, and it's really, it. Uh, you know, it's it's got... Dark Souls stuff like instead of having a stamina meter, you have a 
like energy meter and depending on like different stuff that you do and like what type of engine you have in your your armored core um uh you have like different you know energy levels outputs um so you have to balance your energy you have to like manage your ammunition um it's uh complex it's fucking fast uh, you do the opening level and then you fight a, a helicopter boss at the end. And um, I got, I, I died uh, and it, you have to be, you have to be fast. It's like dark souls, but fast. And it's like, it's faster than Sekiro and it looks pretty and it runs so good on the steam deck. So good on the steam deck. Um, I can get us locked 60 frames a second on, on low with upscaling and it is or medium with upscaling. Perfect, perfect steam deck game. And, uh, uh, I've got a few hours in it, three hours. Uh, can't wait to play more. And it, uh, apparently I have an HDR monitor. <laughs> so I turned that on and I've played my first HDR game, which was armored core six and, uh, HDR kind of cool, kind of cool feature. Yeah. So, so yeah. Um, uh do you want to keep going or you want to cut it there i mean i haven't really talked about what i've I've been i've been doing i just asked you you did you, not i said hey logan like i've bogarted the conversation what do you want to talk about and you're like uh about what <laughs> well you didn't position it as hey have you been playing anything you're just like hey take the conversation i'm like man what the fuck do i say yeah, but anyway say, you, you say i've been playing Fucking Dragon I didn't know Ball. that's where you were going. Listen, you've been doing this long enough that you should know the clues. What is this fucking blues clues? Do I look like a blue <laughs> dog to you. Hey, you look like a dog, bro. Got that dog in him. I got that dog in me. <laughs> the dog is bipolar disorder. But, <laughs> but, but nah, I I've, I've been playing a lot of Call of Duty because. <laughs> I <laughs> as I hate myself, but but I I uh it, 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 I I'm finishing up Dragon Ball Z Kakarot right because I got I got very sidetracked. So CyberConnect Two made Dragon Ball Z Kakarot, and CyberConnect Two has made a lot of like other like anime fighting games. Uh, they did all the like Naruto Ultimate Ninja games. I think, and I, I like grew up playing like all those on PS2 and everything. I actually, so, I owned one of those on the 360, and like it's completely like sidebar. I wasn't really, I don't like Naruto. Oh well, you're wrong. Uh, I just couldn't get into it. I, I think it honestly, I think it was the fans. There was like the fans ruined that show for me. Like I was getting into it, but it was just like, damn. Like I don't want to be. You're lucky. My Naruto headbands are out of reach. I have a Naruto headband. Okay, listen. I what have, village? I have the Hidden in the Mist village from the Shonen Jump movie. So nice. I got some fucking deep cut Naruto headbands. Okay. okay. So suck a go suck off. a fart out of my ass. I mean, I got like seven, but but go you, off. Do you have that one? I don't have that one. No. Yeah. Yeah. I have a. Uh, I have a uh, I have a Sound Village one. I fucking love Sound Village. Uh, so I have like a really nice Sound Village one. I have a less nice Sound Village one that I actually used to wear like tied to my hip uh, out of high school. I, no. I, 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 I genuinely... Dude, it looks fucking cool. Shut up. 
I would still do it now. I just don't go anywhere. No. Shut the fuck up. I can find pictures of it. If you were in high school now, you'd be the guy with like a foxtail keychain. Um, no, we already established I'm not a furry. <laughs> well, I mean, I feel like th- things changed by generation. Yeah, maybe. But yeah, I have a couple Sound Village headbands. I have a anti-Sound Village headband. Um, I have a few Leaf Village headbands. I On my black denim jacket, I have a anti-Sand Village headband, like, sewn to the front of it. Wait, was that that expensive-ass jacket that you bought? No, no, that that that's my leather jacket I got recently. Uh, you just said my black leather jacket. No, my black denim jacket. Oh, you said denim. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I think I said denim. If I didn't, yes, I I I did say <laughs> denim actually. Um, but yeah, it's just a black denim jacket. I I I I stitched that on the front. I have the I have the him uh album artwork for <laughs> Razorblade Romance on the back. <laughs> I'll fight you. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm not laughing at you. It's just like, that is so on brand. <laughs> yeah, it is. I fucking love him. Razorblade um, Romance, one of the greatest albums of all time. Eat my balls. Uh, the guy that dressed up as the crow for our Halloween, or for our Christmas for special. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> But but yeah. Anyway, back back to the back to my point. I got like super interested in everything that like CyberConnect Two has done, uh, and they did the dot hack PS2 games. No way, really? Yeah. Oh, I'm involved now. <laughs> I'm interested. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I'm I engaged. Remem- I remember thinking dot hack was the coolest shit, but like Dude. no one talks about it. Yo, and uh, talk about it with me. <laughs> Well, I didn't know you knew about it. I've never met anyone else who seems to know about it. Dude, that shit was was the like the fucking jam. I would go over to my friend's house and play it on his PlayStation 2. And like mm-hmm. whenever the new one came out, like migrating your save over and it just mm-hmm. kept getting harder and harder. And I was like, dude. And yeah, the if you f- die in the game, you die for the real. Four game fucking fake MMO they made. It's badass. Yeah, yeah. And then what's that? Um, and then it just got ripped off by Sword Art Online. All yeah, these fucking yeah. new aged weebs. I've that's how I've described it to so many people. Like, dot hack walked so Sword Art Online could run. It, it, like, it's it's Sword Art with uh, there wasn't a lot of fan service and so not a lot of titties, but it was like in what dot hack. Oh yeah, yeah. It was it was like you know it was serious, but um, I gotta I gotta is that on is that on F movies? It's on YouTube. <laughs> Do you remember watching YouTube in like three minute or anime in three minute chunks on yes. YouTube? <laughs> where 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 the the anime is is like a quarter of the frame too. Yeah, to bypass copyright. Yeah, it's yeah, and it's also mirrored or like or like flipped. Yeah, so, yep, yep, yep. Yeah. So the the, the hash doesn't well, work. Yeah. Um but but yeah, so so yeah, CyberConnect 2 like made all these games. So I've just been like acquiring a lot of these games cuz I'm just I'm r- loving Dragon Ball Z Kakarot so much. I I I've started playing it the past couple days again trying to finish it out. I only have a couple more trophies until I'm platinumed. Uh and I'm like I'm fighting Boo right now so I'm I'm, I'm near the end. But there, there there's like there's like a bunch of DLC. Uh I think the last DLC just came out that's like the the world tournament at the end of Dragon Ball. 
uh so that, that's cool um but yeah i'm, I'm just super into cyber connect 2 right now so i i picked up i completely impulse bought the game dot hack gu uh last recode is that like 200 dollars oh no oh, no oh. no uh you're you're thinking of like dot dot hack quarantine infection there's four of them Um, like the original ones are expensive yeah the first couple are pretty easy to get but as the series progressed they got less popular because you know you had to have by the time the fourth one came out you had to have played three fucking rpgs to understand am i dot hack quarantine is part four and it's pretty expensive am i misremembering dot hack was a show it was a full series right? yes Okay. Yes, it, they, they, they did the fucking transmedia shit before anyone because yeah. the show, I'm if I'm remembering correctly, Dot Hack Sign, the show, uh, th- there's also a lot of different Dot Hack series. Um, yeah. I'm only familiar with Sign, um, but Dot Hack Sign, I think, is a prequel to the games. It is. It is. Where I it know, sets, I remember it that. like sets up the world uh, and, and that's that that is a proper noun, the world. That's what the the virtual world is called it's called the world um but yeah we're dropping up... no pronouns on this podcast <laughs> but we, we but, pronounce it missouri <laughs> missouri but 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 yeah so with with my like with my free mcboot ps2 setup i got going i downloaded all the dot hat games i'm excited to get into those but like i need to finish kakarot first so i'm, I'm trying to finish that but then like i have all the all the naruto games too so I'm inevitably going to burn out with all of this before I play everything. But that, that's what I've been hyped on. I've just been acquiring all this Cyber Connect 2 stuff. Dude, I'm... Dude, deep... I'm getting nostalgia looking at this Wikipedia article. Oh my god. Dude, I need to I need to rewatch Dot Hack Sign. And then there's... It's funny. I promise... You're not gonna like it nearly as much as you think you will. Why? What do you I mean? Tr- I tried to rewatch Dot Hack Sign a while back. That's how I know it's on YouTube. You can just straight up watch it all on YouTube, uh, like officially or like I don't know. Who cares? If I'm gonna uh, pirate it, I want to pirate it through like like actual pirate. <laughs> if I'm gonna pirate it, I'm gonna do it the easiest way possible, and that's YouTube. Uh, it's on Crunchyroll. I'm, I'm sure it is um but yeah the show is just not nearly as cool as i remember it being <laughs> i it could just be that i wasn't in the mood to start a show but like i checked out after like three episodes and i was like this is not nearly as cool as i remember it. the the opening song is a fucking banger that's still yeah, a fact um but, but yeah a, there was a manga series yeah okay. there, there's a shitload of dot hack stuff Damn, Dot Hack Legend of the Twilight, the book. Dot Hack Liminality is. I'm gonna do a Dot Hack cassette, mainly b- just because I love the design language of Dot Hack stuff. Like mm-hmm. the period hack slash slash is so fucking cool. Yeah, that alone is so fucking cool. I'm gonna find a way to do a Dot Hack tape, just because the the same way I want to do virtual self, like. It's just such a clear, like, design brand that it's like, I just want to work with that. 
Did did you ever see? Oh God, what was that? What was that anime psychological horror movie? It not, it's not Paranoia Agent. Fuck. Perfect Blue. Perfect Blue. You ever seen Perfect Blue? Yeah, I actually just picked it up recently and watched it for the first time. Yeah, that's a fucking that's a good one. It's really good. Yeah, yeah. Th- that the studio went on to make Paprika, right? Yep, yep. I've yeah. been trying to get a copy of that for a good price because yeah, I haven't pa- seen that yet. Paprika is a fucking that is a good. Basically, like uh, Inception ripped off Paprika. Hmm. Yeah. Um. Uh, which got me on like. I got confused with Blue Gender. That was an anime that was... Dude, that's another one I've been trying to pick up a copy of. I've never seen it, but I've heard it's really cool. It is very cool. Um, Speaking of Blue, have you seen Blue Submarine number six? I remember watching some of it on Toonami, but I remember nothing about it. But that's that, another one I've been trying to find. I just I have a list of like all these old anime that I'm tr- I'm trying to get my hands on. Um, Blue Sub Six ge- gives me that same like weird um, nostalgia feeling or anim- anamonopia, whatever you call it, anamorphia. What was it? Anamoya. Anamoya. Um, that was a good. Um, that was a good. Um, that was a good show, which was weird. When I was on Toonami, they showed titties on Toonami. And I was like, when I, cause I, it was a big deal. Like, Hey, we're going to be putting blue sub six on. It's going to be a special, like get your VHS ready. Mm-hmm. I have that on VHS somewhere. Hell yeah. And, and that was like, that was damn that like seeing you, titties you should, on Toonami. You should legitimately try to find those VHS and like try to, upload them somewhere because i've been so fascinated with like watching uploads of like like that this is a home recording of toonami in like 1999 well uh, when i was when i was moving out of the hangar last year i found all my anime vhs i've got like pokemon i've got like gundam like i've got mm -hmm. uh dragon ball z uh blue gender or uh blue sub six has got to be in there um Mm -hmm. I'll spend, I'll spend, like, uh, I have, I think I have a VHS DVD player with an HDMI on it, so I could throw it into a capture card. Yeah, that would be tight. Yeah, and the fucking, like, tracking lines. Oh, I I have, um, Outlaw Star on VHS. Hell yeah. Like, I got, I got fucking... I got a lot of stuff on VHS. But so like back, yeah, dude, back I do I th- I thought that I had multiple Dragon Ball Z VHS like that because I had like I I could I could swear I had more. But when I got all my Dragon Ball Z VHS from my parents' house a while back, I only had two of these tapes that were like ho- home recorded ones. And I guess that we we just copied the one we'd done cuz all I have is New Year's Evil. Where they played the Garlic Junior saga. I remember that. I got Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, but I I I have the tape of that New Year's Evil segment, so it has the commercials and everything, and I love that shit so much. Um, I think that'll be like my project is to like get all those together and digitize them. Yeah, like just put them up on my on on my YouTube because that shit was uh because I found um. Because I, I found like an eighth a Gundam eighth MS team VHS, uh, which was like my favorite Gundam series of all time. Um, dude, blue sub blue sub six 
uh, first, uh, it was a comic, and it first came out in 1967. Damn. Yeah. So, um, man, this has been like a like an like an emotional blast blast from the past, huh? Yeah, dude. I do. I've been so into old anime and shit recently, and like, I also tried to start like Dragon Ball Super because like. I finished watching Dragon Ball Z. I'll, I'll go into Super since that's the canon shit. You gotta Dude, watch GT. Lo- Fuck the canon. Watch GT. That shit was fucking badass. Well, yeah, I'm gonna watch GT. I have GT. I just figured, you know, I'll I'll give Super a shot because I tried it a while back. I wasn't into it. So I was like, I'll give it a shot. And I got... I'm decently in. But this shit sucks. <laughs> it, it looks so fucking bad. Like, the animation looks like shit. The fact that, like, they uncanonized Super Saiyan 4 is so lame that, like, mm. every transformation now is like, oh, their hair color just is a different color now. Mm. It's like, oh, okay, we go Super Saiyan 3 where the hair's long, and now it's just different colors. Okay, yeah, sure, sure. Like, didn't they bring back K.O. Ken? <sighs> Dude, who fucking knows? Um, you know what I always loved is like in the later like Dragon Ball Z series when like Goku just decided like I'm not gonna go Super Saiyan I'm just gonna go Kaioken I'm like yo I remember that from season one <laughs> yeah <laughs> that was cool um I had an I have an, an opportunity and I have the audio somewhere but I interviewed Son, uh, Sean Shemmel, uh the voice of Goku mm. and uh we ended up talking more about. Uh, his love of Nissan race cars than Dragon Ball because <laughs> we talked. Interesting. Like, like, he's like, "Oh, you're into cars?" And I was like, "Yeah, cars are cool." And he's like, "Yo, I I just got this new Nissan Nismo." I was like, "Yo, that's fucking sick." Um, speaking of Nissan Nismo, I went to go see Gran Turismo. <laughs> that rhymed. <laughs> Damn, that's a transition. Yo, let's fucking go, gamers. Uh, <laughs> Nissan Nismo, Gran Turismo. Gran Turismo. <laughs> bars dog <laughs> that sounds like something Majin Buu would say <laughs> Nissanismo Gran Turismo <laughs> we're so dumb <laughs> um, so Gran Turismo uh, the fucking movie uh, we talked about it a bunch um, I got my dad and I were gonna go see it uh, and we got uh uh, could see it in screen X, which is like that pan, like that wraparound um, theater experience uh, that like we saw Top Gun in, which was like amazing. On and so seeing you, you have mentioned multiple kinds of crazy theater experiences that I've never heard of, and you live in Alaska, which so this I movie... live in the middle of the <laughs> continent. And I can't find any of this shit. I had to drive an hour to see Oppenheimer in IMAX. <laughs> and we you have... can you and you just have fucking like su- submersible submarine pod <laughs> m- movie experiences and shit. Like, man, dude, I could see Gran Turismo in Screen X, which is the panoramic like where the the movie screen goes around you, or I could see it in 40X where the chairs beat you up. <laughs> And all in in my local options are I can go to a theater that sucks or I can go to a theater where you can't see shit that's dark, but you're in a comfortable chair. <laughs> Damn, dude. Well, the the thing is like that 
that Regal Theater is right next to uh the Elmendorf Fort Richardson like like J Bear Joint Base. So it's a it's an Air Force Army Joint Base. It's fucking huge. Um it's like the gate to the army base is like down the street from this shopping center. So I feel like, you know, a big baller movie theater right up outside of like the, like the first strike defense for the country. <laughs> that makes sense. Like, but that's true. Like you live in America and I don't. Yeah. So, like, man, it's not fair. I guess I forgot to mention our local theater that is <laughs> – it seats, like, 40 people. I guess I forgot to mention that in my list, too. The last time, like, um, in Wasilla, there was this, like, three-screen theater, and it, it only had three movies, and it very rarely played any R-rated movies because it was owned by, like, a bunch of Christians. Mm-hmm. The only time it was like, this was the one, I think I talked about it on the show where I saw Mission to Mars and like my mom, like the end of that movie is like Martians cr- created life on earth. And my mom started to go on a, like a fucking crazy rant about like, no, God did. And then like the dude at the concession stand was like, dude, I don't fucking care. Do you want a pickle? Like. <laughs> like um but the last movie i saw in that theater was sahara and i realized like yo this theater sucks because there was an establishing shot you know how like in movies it'll say like there'll just be a static shot and then in the corner it'll say like the location Mm -hmm. like it's the words sahara like wrapped around on the wall and it's like oh this this screen is too small (laughs) This theater sucks. I did see a guy getting a blowjob when I went to go see The Ring, so that was fucking weird. Man, you got some... Alaska's wild. Um, So, my dad and I get to the theater, and we're pulling up, and uh, we've had, like, crazy hurricane-level winds lately, and a bunch of rain, and the traffic lights um, right off the highway were out, and I was like, "Uh uh-oh. But then, like, the next set of traffic lights were on, and we pulled into the shopping center, and, like, all the lights were on. And I was like, okay, I'll be fine. So walking up to the theater, my dad's like, oh, the sign's not on. And I was like, well, it's still daylight out. Like, maybe it's got a light sensor. Like, there's look, there's lights on inside. And we get up to the, the movie theater, and the doors were, like, semi-tinted, but I could see, like, three people in like the lobby that is like the pre-lobby like like where the ticket counters were and then you go into like the concessions and i thought "Uh uh-oh why are there people loitering in the lobby and i walk in and this dude's like hey uh i open the door and i hear loud beeping and this guy's like hey man uh do you have online tickets and i was like yeah we're here to see gran turismo he's like okay um can I see your tickets? And I show him. He's like, okay, screen X. Okay. Well, we're currently experiencing a power outage. Uh, we're the only ones in the entire shopping center experiencing a power outage. So um, here's four free movie tickets and then email corporate and they'll refund you for today. And I was like, oh, well, uh, cool. So I haven't seen Gran Turismo. <laughs> the N- Nissan Mismo. Neither have I, uh, mainly because I've been so confused by the release of this movie, 
because uh there there was the like early release screenings oh yeah like earlier this month for like a a full month but like i guess you can just go see it it was or something <laughs> it like, was for a any week. anytime anytime i would look it up it's like oh it doesn't come out until like the end of august but then like i went and see, saw oppenheimer and they had like showings of gran turismo and i was like what the fuck is happening <laughs> Yeah, there was like a like early bird special or something. Like I I saw I saw the last Dragon Ball movie uh like on a Wednesday and it came out that Friday. Um Dude, yeah, when when I went and saw Barbie, we saw it like the first day you could see it and it was like 2 days before it comes out in quotes, which is weird. I don't like, I don't get what the f- what the fuck's the point of the dates if it doesn't matter. <laughs> oh man i don't know i i had to like like explain the movie to my dad he's like i don't know i don't know i don't want to see it. that doesn't make any sense like why would a kid play a video game and then just get in a race car i was like no like he he thought racing was cool because of the video game and like worked his way up to race cars it wasn't like the last starfighter and there's like my dad's like what's the last starfighter i was like oh <laughs> let me explain that movie to you <laughs> um so uh I, I have four free tickets, which I could apparently combine two of them to get a free Screen X ticket. Um, so, um, damn, your theater has modular tickets, and I <laughs> and I can't even see IMAX. <laughs> My theater has a loot box system, <laughs> <sighs> and I and I had to go to the, the 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 local independent theater to see Bo is Afraid. Not fair. <laughs> Like, yo, do you want to see like a forty-five minute static shot of a ceiling? Have I got the movie? Oh no, that's uh, uh, Skin of a Rink. Yeah, Bo is Afraid was really fucking good. I don't think it was. Shut. Have you seen it? No. I, I then you know. you literally can't talk. It's it's one of the best movies I've seen. I'm gonna watch it tonight. I, I genuinely can't decide which I liked more, Oppenheimer or Bo is Afraid. I adore both of them. Bo is Afraid is so fucking good. There's like three movies in that movie, and it's so fucking good. Our, I love Ari Aster. Uh, oh, Joaquin Phoenix is in that? Yeah! Let's watch the trailer. Um, is this the one where it's like hyper day glow at, at times? I This is not know. the movie I thought it was. Huh. It's, it's really fucking good. Huh. Yeah, this looks like a movie you'd be into. Dude, it's so fucking good. Anyone listening, watch Bo is Afraid. I, no. I won't say anything about it because going in completely blind is ideal. Um, uh, Have you seen Bullet Train? Is that the remake of Train to Busan? <laughs> no, is that a Brad Pitt Japanese bullet train movie? Oh, then no. That's a good movie. You should watch. That. I mean, I I haven't seen the remake of Train to Busan either, so I don't know why don't know. that that's changed in my answer. Yeah. Um, you should watch that movie. Um, yeah, that's a good movie. Or I'll watch Bo is Afraid. You watch Bullet Train. I will add it to my list. Uh, I recently, which is co- which is code for no, <laughs> because I say that to so many people. <laughs> well, I'm not you. Okay, 
I recently downloaded Letterboxd, and I'm treating it as my excuse to, like, practice writing more. But because my memory is so dog shit, I have to rewatch everything I've ever watched before I allow myself to review it. So I have quite a list of things to watch. And me- meanwhile, I just rewatched The Walking Dead. Man. Why do we what like why are we even here? Just just to suffer. <laughs> to watch Bo's Afraid. Mm. Yeah. Uh it's got a seven point two. It's, uh, this looks kind of dumb. I don't know, dude. It's 179 so minutes. Fucking good. Yeah, it's long as shit, and it's fucking incredible. Nah, shut up. I don't think I will. You should. Um, huh? And f two movies to is so wild because they'll just have like a bunch of random like Hallmark Christmas movies, and then like, like. Chinese dramas and like yeah it's a good website yo they got the new Venture Brothers on here Radiant is the blood of the baboon heart check out f2movies.to sponsor oh, yeah. of the show oh yeah watch that instead of Bo is Afraid yeah I, sure I, I, hey Venture Brothers is way better Um, I pre-ordered the Blu-ray of, of Bo is Afraid that's how good it is hmm. I don't know Uh oh Maybe I should save this for Derek when he's on, but I'll start it, and then when Derek listens to the show, uh, while he's when he's not playing Baldur's Gate, yeah, um, uh, I got into modifying my Steam Deck, and you, everyone knows my track record with fucking with computers, <laughs> uh, broken graphics cards, instability, Linux distros, fucking F tabs, FS tabs. It's been a nightmare. So Xbox controllers, dude, Xbox, like, dude, I plugged it in to play armored core. And the whole time I was just like, like white knuckling it. Cause I was like, (laughs) is this it? Is Oh, the game is hitching. Oh, 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 oh." it's been, um, but I forgot. I left it in when we were playing uh Warzone and it vibrated when Warzone detected it and I was like ah <laughs> dude fucking pulled it out <laughs> <laughs> um but um there's a company called JS Ox or J Socks um that makes uh back shells for the Steam Deck and they had an original one which had like a like a big the the gimmick was like like different colors but also enhanced cooling. And they had one where it was, uh, had an aluminum plate and some, a thermal pad that went over the heat spreader, uh, and helped spread the heat out. But turns out if you have an exposed piece of aluminum (laughs) touching a very hot set of components near your fingers, people would get hurt. (laughs) So Mm. they modified the design to have a vent over the fan, like directly over the fan, so it was pulling in more fresh air uh, right over the heat pipe. And they had a smaller um, aluminum plate. And, you know, shouts out Valve. Um, shouts out Gabe. Uh, Gabe used to work for Microsoft and hated how close source they were. So then he went to go create Valve. Um, they, when the Steam Deck came out, they just released all the CAD files um, for like the physical components of it. Like, hey, you want to make something for the Steam Deck? Here's the CAD files. Like, 
have at it. So all these accessories, <clears throat> um, you've modified stuff before. I'm yeah. sure that you've put yeah, a... Yeah, I, I put a shell on my PS5 controller before you put your shell on your Steam Deck, you copier. Yeah, like, fuck off. Um, <laughs> listen, listen. I had an Atomic Purple Game Boy Color before even you could say Game Boy Color. Sure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> sure. So uh, anybody that's like like dabbled in like like Game Boys, like Game Boy shells, they can be really hit or miss with like the fitment and the quality. Mm-hmm. But since I'm currently dealing with that with my PS5 controller shell in that the uh, the option and share buttons are like slightly too short. Ooh. So like. Can you hear that? Ooh, I can hear that. Uh, a... Yeah, they, they, they rattle because there's just a little bit of space in there and they're they're almost flush with the shell. So I need to mm. take it apart one more time and put the original buttons in there to make it feel right. Yeah. Oh, that's a bummer. Um so got this back shell atomic purple it fucking just fit they give you like extra uh the the back paddle buttons they give you like different sized ones it i was going into this stressed out like okay this is gonna break and i'm gonna be down a steam deck like all right put put uh i put new thermal paste on it put this back panel on there super easy um and then I was like, yo, now that I got advanced cooling, can I overclock this thing? <laughs> and so I got a dock so that I could uh, load custom BIOSes uh, on it. And uh, to make a long story short, since it's an AMD chip, you can do the uh, similar undervolting as like the Ryzen CPUs. And so I was familiar with it. And I, I found tutorials so I could undervolt it, which uh, are you fami- familiar with undervolting? Like what, what it does? I was just about to say, I don't know what any of this shit fucking means. So undervolting. The, the, I, I don't even completely understand what overclocking is. Oh, OK. So I w- <laughs> I'll explain it. So undervolting um, when a CPU or GPU manufacturer makes the actual like silicon die. The programming that it they put into it is typically like more um it's it's overkill for what it needs because they want to be sure um because uh silicon um uh the quality will change from uh chip to chip and the term in the you know the industry is the silicon lottery like you can get a chip that is fucking garbage and won't overclock at all or you can get a chip that is like gold tier and it is amazing and you could overclock it for fucking days so um but the they'll put more voltage to you know what a volt is right like more yes put more electricity to the die than is typically needed but they do that for stability um so under volting is you going in and like reducing how much uh, how many volts are going to the actual CPU or GPU and that reduces heat. Um, so less heat, less noise, you know, less power consumption. So that's usually the, like the first step is you undervolt something so that it produces less heat. Well, now that you have more heat, like a, a more heat overhead um, because they have a thermal limit, like when they get too hot, they shut down. 
So is there a reason why things don't run at like the minimum volts they need? Why, why, why is this even an option to undervolt? So, uh, like I said, these manufacturers typically put more voltage than is needed so they can be sure every CPU that comes off the factory line is going to work to their minimum specs. So it's kind of like... Do, um, does the amount of voltage determine how efficient it is? Yes, yes. Okay. Uh, and efficiency when it comes to like power. So consuming, it, it'll consume more power, but they're, they're um, what's a way to, um, what's a good analogy that you'd understand? It's like recording something. Put, put, put this in Photoshop terms for me. Oh, I don't know Photoshop. <laughs> it's like, it's like recording something at a really high gain just to make sure that every sound is heard on the tape, but mm-hmm. you you create more noise. But if you dial the game back, you know you get clear sound. You know, so okay, yeah. So they they're like, okay, hey, we're gonna put it at one and a half volts, so that it's guaranteed. If you're not fucking around with it, it'll just work. But most of the time, you can reduce the voltage to it, so it produces less heat, consumes less power. Um, so now you have more. Uh, you have more temperature to play with. So then you overclock it. Now, overclocking is you tell it, you tell the CPU like, hey, instead of working at three and a half gigs, um, you're going to work at four gigs and you're going to boost up to five gigs and that will pull more power, generate more heat. But because you undervolted, you have more, you have more headroom to play around with. So overclocking is just, and this goes back to like the original, like IBM PCs where they had a crystal oscillator clock on there that controlled the circuitry timing mm-hmm. So over overclocking back in the day was literally taking the crystal oscillator out that like, you know, vibrated at four megahertz, unsoldered it and then put like an 11 megahertz one in there. And it physically made machine like clock faster there's something called clock cycles so overclocking is just making it making it run like making putting a bigger engine in it or making the engine consume more fuel um uh so i overclocked the steam deck and then i you can the steam deck only will pull 15 watts of power off the battery out of the wall but you can overclock that too and so i got this thing sucking down 23 watts of of power and dude i was my fucking butthole was tight anytime like i restarted that machine but i got for the first time in my life i got good silicon lottery and i got this thing uh overclocked to 4000 megahertz on the cpu 2000 megahertz on the gpu got it sucking down 23 watts um uh, i got it undervolted by like 40 millivolts it's fucking like those it. sure are some numbers. Anybody who's a, a, a dork, but for the first time in my life, I had a flawless modifying and overclocking experience. So thank you, Gabe Newell. Thank you, Valve. Thank you, Jay Sox. Thank you, Logan, for being here for this episode. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that was dynamic resolution. A video game show, very dynamic. We started with very, video games. very dynamic today. End of the video games. Uh, check us out. 
dynamic resolution show on Instagram. Check out Logan memory card on Instagram, MMRY.CRD. Check out his medieval soundtrack cassette tapes. I got uh, plenty of them left over. Yeah. <laughs> Relax. Relax. Okay. And then um, tell two people to listen to the show. Just two. We'll appreciate it. Give us a good rating. And we'll see you guys uh, back here in a couple of weeks. Everyone uh, wish Josh a safe flight to London. He's in London. Wait, wait, wish wish Derek a good game of Baldur's Gate. <laughs> yeah, you piece of shit. <laughs> And uh, we'll see you guys back here. Bye, everybody. Woohoo! Bye. That was my Mario impression.